What's up, everybody? Joe here with Joe's Disc Golf, and over my shoulder right here, you can see if you're watching this on YouTube, my lovely assistant, my lovely producer, Lucy. She's great. She's fantastic. She's my cat that will probably be annoying, and I'll have to yell at her during the middle of recording this, but that's okay because I love her. Today was round two of the Las Vegas Challenge. Yes, round two finished up today, and it was exciting. There was a lot of fun on the MPO side. Unfortunately, with the way my work schedule is going, I could not watch much of the FPO. Um, I wasn't able to catch much. I did catch a little bit of the wrap-up. Paige Pierce, man, uh, she went from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. Today was a rough day. She had 11 OB strokes. 11. That is crazy. She had a rough day. Uh, it sounds like she got a little behind, put a lot of extra pressure on herself to catch up, and that just compounded things. I guess the wind picked up a little bit later in the day, and that just made things a lot worse. So, unfortunately, that did not go well for her. She's still second place because she came in with a massive lead. She's still nine down overall, and Katrina Allen is the number one FPO right now. She is sitting at 10 down. Good times there. But we had on the lead card for the Disc Golf Network coverage here, we had Garrett Gerthy, Calvin Heimberg, Paul McBeth, and Eagle McMahon. It was a fantastic day. And again, this is the Innova course that they're playing wild horse innova course so in honor of that i've got my old pro boss here from innova discs yeah this thing as you can see here well used uh this is one of my first discs um it's actually a replacement of a replacement but it's still like when i was starting out uh 10 years ago wow i've been playing for that long any which who it was uh i figured i'd pull that out have that around, play with just for fun while I'm talking about everything going on here. So let's get into this here. Uh, watched all the MPO stuff. Had a lot of fun with that. Hole 1, 393 feet. We have OB right, a lot of hills. Uh, for being out in the desert, fair amount of hills here. We had Paul McBeth start out with a nice uh, backhand park job. He got a nice birdie out of that. Kelvin with a backhand circle 2 shot. He ended up with a par. Eagle, circle one, ended that with a bird, and Garrett Gerthy had a nice skip park job with his backhand. Boom goes the dynamite. Hole two, 270 feet, wooded. Their only wooded hole there. Paul backhands a circle one shot. He misses his 30-foot putt for par. Uh, Garrett Gerthy throws a grenade. He gets caught in a tree early, ends up also with a par, and oh sorry no that wasn't Garrett Gerthy that was Eagle McMahon I need to learn how to read my own handwriting that was rough Garrett Gerthy and Calvin Heinberg both backhand circle one birdie putts hole three 270 feet slight slightly downhill pond short and there's a drop zone if you do end up in that on the far side of the pond so if you are Doing that, if you end up in that pond, that is going to be rough business for you. For those of you watching on YouTube, I'm sorry I'm looking all over the place. I'm trying to read my handwriting and talk and try to look at the camera and pretend like I'm paying attention to you. Now, 
you podcasters are probably like, what the hell? Stop talking about the camera. Anywichu. On this one, we did get uh, a star frame, all birdies, a park job for everybody except Eagle, who was barely in bounds but made a sweet 42-foot 42 42 birdie shot. Yes, that was a great hole there. Hole four. This is a par three. 377 feet ob long slopes the green slopes left to right there are some trees early but that does clear out a bit we ended up with garrett eagle and calvin all throwing backhands to circle one with paul mcbeth throwing it a bit short but nails a 40 foot birdie shot from circle two he was on fire today uh unfortunately eagle misses high off the band uh, ends up having to make another long circle one putt, but he did make it for a par there. We did get to hole five. This is 606 feet par four. Nice, long, long hole, uh, not much in the way that you can just let it rip. And uh, Paul and Eagle both take a forehand. They end up with a nice birdie look. Unfortunately, Paul can't convert. He ends up missing his 25 footer, gets a par. Both Garrett and Calvin, backhand, park jobs, beautiful, beautiful. And these are all in their second shot. They're not all throwing 600 feet. That would be absolutely ridiculous. Uh, they all end up parking their second shot. They all get a nice little birdie shot. On to hole six. Hole six is where things get a little spicy. We have a beautiful 222-foot carry over the water the whole way so it's like uh probably two if i'm remembering correctly just judging by the way it looked it was probably 205 to carry the water nothing crazy you and me could do that now i'm not saying we could actually you know drop it on a dime but i'm saying we could probably throw it 200 feet to carry the water not a big deal everybody star frame birdie beautiful park job it was a clinic it looked amazing everybody backhand just boop, dropped it in there Made it look like it was way too easy. They might end up uh, redesigning that hole next year. Who knows? It looked a little too easy. There were, by the time these guys got to it, I think the men's field has like 120-ish guys, um, 76 birdies on that one. So I can imagine there's probably some bad luck rollaways. There is a little bit OB that you had to contend with. So there might be a little bit something like that, but not too bad. Not too bad at all. Moving on to hole 7, 432 feet, par 4. OB long, water right the whole way. OB short, hazards, sand traps, hazard play left and right. Now hazard, for those of you who don't know, who those of you who are not in the know, hazards, you just take it where it lies and putt or take your shot from there. But you have the negative effects of an OB, which you get an extra stroke. Not that fun. Garrett has a rough day here. Garrett Gerthy, backhands goes OB, misses short, ends up with a par. He had a rough day. Calvin, backhand, uh, sorry, no, uh, mix this up. I got my notes mixed up here. Sorry, that was Calvin who went OB, missed short, ends up with a par. Garrett goes on the hazard, uh, ends up uh, at the drop zone, parked it for par. 
There was a little bit of uh, confusion on how that hole plays, but he did play it from the drop zone, even though he went OB long. So we're not quite sure exactly what happened there. Eagle McMahon and Paul McBeth, backhand, had a nice birdie look. Both landed in the hazards. Unfortunately, Paul missed high. Paul had a, a few rough days. Macbeth had a few rough putts today. He ended up with a par. Now we move on to hole eight. Beautiful, 427 feet, downhill, water to the left, most of the way. There is OB long. This is a par three, 427 feet. It is enough downhill where this 427 feet, it, it looked like I could par this. Maybe if I'm lucky, get a nice skip, get a nice roll, I could probably birdie it. But it looks like something that a, an AM2, AM1 could probably get the whole way there. Or at least close enough where you wouldn't look like a complete idiot. Even though I look like a complete idiot most of the times, so don't worry. I don't need any extra help looking like a complete idiot. Anyway, who Eagle and Paul both go forehand, circle one, birdie, beauty. It was amazing. Garrett and Calvin go ahead and go with their backhand. Unfortunately, Garrett Gerthy missed his circle one putt, ends up with a par. And Calvin misses from circle two, hits the basket, drops right down, par. Not the best, but at least it, it wasn't a bogey. So there's that. Hole nine has some hazards long that you don't have to worry about for that first shot because it is 601 feet, par four. Eagle, circle two on a second shot, gets a beautiful birdie. Paul McBeth parks it on throw two. Tap in birdie. It was fantastic. Garrett Gerthy, he uh, ends up going OB to the right. His disc ends up in someone's backyard who lives along the golf course. He then throws in the hazard and ends up with a bogey. It was a rough day. He His whole nine, he just like, he exploded. He turned over that shot. It was rough. It, it was not a good hole for him. He was trying to get super aggressive, turns it over, ends up, backfiring big time Calvin backhands he parks his second throw for a birdie moving on to hole 10 this is another fairly wide open hole 741 feet par four unfortunately eagle throws a roller out of bounds pretty early he ends up making it to circle one about a 20 foot putt for par all the rest of the card Paul Calvin and Garrett all backhand that I'll get a beautiful circle one shot from about 15 to 20 feet from their second throws. And they all end up with a birdie. So Eagle McMahon ruining that star frame. So Jomez not making that contribution, even though they weren't the Jomez card. I think it was the chase card, which was Kevin Jones, Ezra Adderhold, Conrad, James Conrad, and Hoop, Austin Hoop. I believe he uh, um, and I just want to say Ezra holy crap like he destroyed it it was he like he threw an amazing round he is currently in first place it was ridiculous barely beating out Paul Macbeth he's got a one stroke lead so tomorrow round three is going to be ridiculous hold 11 is a beautiful 369 foot nice Par 3. 
nobody had any troubles with this one, um, except Paul Macbeth. He threw it. It ends up in a water, casual water, except it was like in the drain pipe. So he ends up playing above it, which was legal, except he's in one of those like palm bushes. And somehow he ends up pushing it through the palms. It clips a little branch and still goes in. The get, like you have to watch this. There are there have got to be clips on YouTube somewhere. It was an amazing shot. It was it was unbelievable. It has been said before, and I will repeat this: If Paul Macbeth can see the basket, he can make the putt. It doesn't matter what is in the way, because there was a lot in his way. If you looked at that, and maybe it was part partly the camera angle, it did seem like there was a bit of a window, but that was tight. Oh my God, it was insane. So, after that beautiful star frame, everybody moves on to hole 12, 396 feet. This all slopes away, par three. Unfortunately, Paul Macbeth only gets to circle two and ends up with a par on this. He didn't do so well. He missed his putt there. It didn't go great for him. But, uh, Calvin and Garrett, both birdie. Uh, Garrett actually parked this one. Eagle throws a spike hyzer, comes up way short, ends up circle two. He ends up missing that putt. And because the way the green slopes away, he ended up having to make a circle two putt to save his par. I, I mean, Eagle had some great moments there. Unfortunately, he set himself up in a couple times for some failure. Like there's just his spike hyzer was an OK idea. There are just too many trees in the way because on hole 13, he throws a 387-foot spike hyzer, and it was beautiful. Unfortunately, because of the way the trees were and everything like that, and the way the green was, he had to lay up for par. Uh, there was the angle he was facing. The green sloped away, and like 10 feet behind the green was OB. So it was smarter to lay up than go long, take the OB stroke, and still have to make it. Um, Kelvin... Ended up hitting a tree and going short. He also made par. Garrett, he had his backhand. He ended up dropping in circle two. He made par. And Paul Macbeth only got like 90 feet out. He uh, he hit a tree way early. He ended up saving par because he's the $10 million man. The $10 million disc golf man. Moving on to hole 14, 798 foot par four. There is some OB long that Calvin Heimberg did find. Otherwise, everybody else, uh, Calvin ended up with a par on that one. But Garrett, Paul, and Eagle managed to successfully birdie that hole. Beautiful shots, all those gentlemen. Good job. Hole 15 is another par 3, 459 foot hole. This one was fun to watch because it was decently wide open. They had um, Garrett, Paul, and Calvin all ended up with the birdie there. Unfortunately, Eagle hit a tree early with his forehand and ended up with a par there. Eagle screwing up the star frame again because, damn it, Eagle, damn it. Although, he's not the only one to screw up star frames. It was kind of all over the board. It's just fun to say, damn it, Eagle. We are getting towards the end here. We're on hole 16, 888 feet, par 5. Trees, 
right off the tee. Like you have to throw through a pretty tight gap, but once you get through that gap, it is wide open. Um, unfortunately, Paul, I have to say, damn it, Paul, because he backhanded his second shot into circle one or for shot his second shot he was able to get to circle one he missed his birdie putt or his eagle putt so damn it paul you screwed up the star eagle frame damn it man what are you doing man that's okay i mean he's only worth 10 million dollars in disc golf it's fine he can do that from time to time but how how funny is it that uh on a hole like that you're saying you messed up the star eagle frame crazy right so after that beautiful showing there it's just kind of funny that to think you end up getting a birdie and you are now at the back of the box hole 17 457 feet long par three everybody pars it except garrett who is the only one to break here instead of getting a star par here dude goes out and gets a birdie Beautiful putt, though. Good job, Garrett, man. That was great. Unfortunately, though, you know, come on. Don't worry. He makes up for it, though. On hole 18, 720 feet, par 4. Calvin, Eagle, and Paul all end up with beautiful backhands that end up getting them into a beautiful birdie position. They all nail their putts, get birdie. Garrett goes OB, gets bogey. It was, if you watch it, it was just the weirdest roll. He got a bad skip. It got up on edge. It rolled away. It rolled towards the crowd. And there are some people who did not get out of the way fast enough. And unfortunately, his disc didn't have a chance to try to roll back in. Although when you saw the shot coming back, there was a pretty sizable curb that it would have to jump to get up there. Not saying it's impossible, but the odds were not in his favor. That's for sure. Um... It was unfortunate to see that, but, you know, he still had a great showing. The card tomorrow that's going to be live on um, Disc Golf uh, Network, I think is going to be Ezra, um, Paul, Calvin, and Eagle. I could be wrong. There are some ties in there, so we'll see what happens with that. On the FPO side, again, Paige is in second. Katrina Allen is first good for her good job proud of you uh page did start out rough um she ended up going bogey birdie bogey it was it was bad um honorable mention here because jessica um is it jessica allen or is it jennifer allen jessica who's on the lead card i didn't write last names down and i'm not as familiar with the not Paige Pierce FPO players. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm trying to get better. I really am. If they could run simulcast streams for FPO and MPO, that would be great. I understand they're playing the same course, so you can't have them teeing off at the same time. I get that. But when they're teeing off and men's lead card is on hole 15 or 16, I'd, I would like to watch the FPO coverage. I know I'm nitpicking. I know I'm. it's hard. I'm, I'm grateful that Disc Golf Network is doing what they're doing. I just uh, call it a suggestion for the future. Once you guys get more settled in, get everything really honed in, get a little more money, I think that would be fantastic to have those simulcasted there. Um, but she hits a monster putt. 
uh, of 70 foot to save a birdie. It was insane. Again, watch that highlight. You'll be able to find that on YouTube. No problem. Uh, yeah, Paige OB log shoots a one over. Awful. Um, Ezra shoots 16 down through 18. Insane. There were three or four people who hit two eagles today on the same card or on the same course. Insane. Hitting one eagle is ridiculous. Hitting two eagles? Wow. I mean, all Paul had to do was turn around and smack eagle twice and boom, he did it twice. But hey, that's a different story and that is probably not a PG story. Anyway, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Rate us if you're on the podcast side rate and review it really helps people find this send it to your friends send it to your families but i've been joe this has been las vegas day two wrap up i can't wait to talk to you all tomorrow for the day three wrap up that's going to be exciting there's going to be a lot of fireworks with ezra out there it's it's going to be crazy everybody have a great night you guys all have fun